Hello, welcome to Bookworms. It's the show where we read a book and then talk about that book. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm Joe. And oh boy, oh boy, is this a special bonus episode that we have here for you guys. Just you know, forewarning for everyone, this is an NC-17 content. I know we put explicit on all of our episodes. basically allows us to swear without having to censor ourselves or hit a bleeper. This one... There will be a lot of sexual content in it, so if you are under the age of 18, please uh, get a parent's permission first. Yep. If you're under 18, fuck off. That's right, Alex. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this book is one that I chose. Well, hold on. Let's not get into the book. we got two very special guests today. How could Alex forget about either of them? One being a new guest, his wife. Hi, I'm Megan. (laughs) Thanks for the intro. And everyone's favorite guest host, Becky. Hello. You know, everyone says that Becky should replace you and me, but maybe with Megan here, maybe you and I, we can finally step down and... We, we can retire. Yeah, right off into the sunset together. And Move they can, to a beach in Maui. Yeah, they can, they can read the books and talk about the books. I've read more books than you have this year, so shush. Yeah, for once. I've read less than all of you. What do you have for us that is so deplorable? Yes, uh, the the ladies have not read this book, but Alex forced me to read this, and it, it, it Alex, I hate you. Yeah, so I thought for a good idea for a bonus episode, we should get into some independently self-published materials. So naturally, I went straight for this one as soon as I saw it. Uh, it's a book called Stuffed by Sylvia Morrow. And it's uh, described as a living pillow romance. You don't need a pause on that, Alex. A living pillow romance. It's exactly as it sounds. You gonna read the back, or are you gonna keep torturing us with all these pauses? Suspense. I will blow really hard into this mic. (laughs) You would blow. It's a perfect book for that. The back of the book states, She thought she'd never be able to find a lover, but he's been in her bed for years. <laughs> Anime-obsessed Anne might be a fictophiliac, or she might just hate touch so much she'll never have sex. She doesn't really care about the difference as long as she has her favorite pillow to grind against when she needs physical relief. Anne's favorite pillow is more than just a feather-filled cotton sack. He's alive, but no one knows it. Hot pulsing magic weaves between his fibers each time she touches him. All he wants is to be the man that Anne needs. Soft, moldable, and ready to cater to her every desire. But when he has enough magic to become a man, will Anne accept his eager touch? Can flesh and fabric come together in erotic bliss? Will more than one of them end up fully stuffed? No smut book I have ever read ever wanted a soft man. Just saying. And Becky's read a lot of smut books with her smut book club. Hey, Smooters! Oh, wait. You actually have a smut book club? Legit. No cap. No is that cap how is the uh, kids talk these days? I was going to say. About it. They um, don't even say that in elementary right. school so, anymore. So what's the what phobia does she have? She can't stand the touch of human flesh. Any human flesh. Any human flesh. Okay. 
So Thank it didn't have to be a pillow. Animals were good then. You know. Well, living flesh, we'll call it. Living flesh. Right. Okay. They just said this they, is they, a they, live they, pillow. They, it they didn't never, say they, a they dead never, pillow. They never bring in mammals or fish or you reptiles. Would... That's what Beauty and the Beast is for. All right, page one. Uh, page one, yeah, we get to know Anne uh, pretty This quick. is pure Shakespearean talent. You know, come on, oh. coming right here. Alex, why don't you uh, lead us yeah. into the f- opening yeah. sentences? Yeah, we all remember the uh, the wonderful opening line from that Shakespeare play, uh, Holy shit, dude, ever hear a personal space? How you greet me every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we immediately meet Anne, and she just uh, she comes off as just like the most wonderful person to meet at a party. Just great to hang out with. Uh, she's walking on a busy sidewalk. Every guy she meets is a creep. And she's just uncomfortable being around other people. Yeah, we get two perspectives in this story. We get Anne and then the pillow. So, yeah, they they alternate chapters. So we get a little bit of each, each one's perspective. Does the pillow have a name? Not eventually. yet. Yeah, eventually he gets a name. Bomb Trotter or something. <laughs> Harold. What's wrong with the name Harold? Just not a name that smut books are going to scream. Sorry. That's good. That's my great-grandfather's name. Anytime. I had a relative tell me about her husband, and he was her sex kitten. Oh I was 13. And we wonder why you're screwed up. Next next page? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, tell so, me about this weird, yeah, so, I mean, wonderful person. All I see yeah. is my ass. Anne likes to uh, front-load a lot of exposition, give... Uh, some description of how she truly feels about people. So she works in graphic design. She's really into anime. Uh, she's what she describes herself as a fictophiliac, someone who's aroused by fictional characters. And she doesn't really bond well with actual people. So she says, I don't like real people. I really, really don't. Aside from my small family and online friends, that is. Those particular folks are awesome because I don't have to touch them. I get to enjoy their presence platonically and from at least several inches away. But dating? Gross. My hoo-ha dries up at the thought. You had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> but she she does have a big thing for the uh, anime that character she watches. She has a very particular show or two that she... Uh, repeatedly goes back to is it dragon ball z you know that's my first gripe about this book is she never reveals the name of the anime that she's watching you know it had something to do with balls exactly but she's uh she gets home she puts on her favorite anime uh grinds on her pillow she grinds on her pillow while she's watching uh, her favorite character who's a plays a butler in the show i i kept thinking of uh the afghanistan animation from uh, super troopers. Super troopers. <laughs> but she kept talking about the butler. It's like, the butler that protects the monkey. <laughs> yeah. So she finishes that, but she goes to bed, and then it's chapter two. And well, we... it's, it's not even just that she goes to bed. She goes to bed with her pillow, you know, after she just ground on Who do you go it. to bed with? Wait well, a minute. Wait, I have to go back. So she, there's a butler that protects a monkey? In her anime. No. Uh, oh, uh, just a butler. That was no, the, Joe's the, the, anime. The, 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 my, my reference was a movie reference of a fake TV show. I think it's fake anyways. Well, there's so many. There's one that's called Black Butler. 
and he has red glowing eyes. That might be the one. Yeah, I, I tried looking it up <laughs> using the name of the uh, using the name that the pillow gets later on. Uh, I think Black Butler might be the show. I'm not 100 percent on it though. I think it is just because of uh, the way she designs her pillow when they are designing it. Mm. Wait, what? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, let's let's jump into chapter two where yeah. we meet the pillow. So the pillow's a really nice guy. Um, yeah, the, the, the pillow has a single feather of a uh, phoenix. Yeah, this is a uh, this is actually kind of a stroke of brilliance, like uh, answering why is this pillow Still alive. Same <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the f- uh, phoenix fell in love with a goose, and then the goose died. And Aww. one feather went to Harry Potter, and one feather went to Voldemort, and one feather went to this stupid pillow. Okay, cool. Uh, but then the phoenix died of sadness, and because it was so heartbroken, it couldn't be revived, and it perished in a funeral pyre of its own making. But Isn't one of its I feathers escaped the blaze, and it landed among its lover's goose down, and it was all put together into a pillow. I don't think they understand how a phoenix works. This Anywho. kind of of that... Uh, the Pinocchio movie? What is it? Was it Jonathan Taylor Thomas or whatever? Nobody died. He just got struck by lightning in the wood and turned into a magical boy. In this case, it's a sex pillow. By the way, how do they know it's male? I don't think we want to know that. Is it that one feather? Stop. Stop. Just one? Well, well no comment. No comment. So, so we get this pillow. Basically, it's gating sentience off of Anne's tears. I don't think she's grinding the right part of her body for that. Well, well she, she'll cry into the pillow and, and or it'll uh, get sentience, it'll drain the life out of insects that land on the yeah, pillow. Yeah, the pillow, like, you know... Um, it's like a vampire. That character from X-Men who, uh, was it, Rogue? Yeah, yeah Rogue. Yeah, it's got Rogue abilities uh, where... Anything it touches, it has the ability to pull the life force out of. Uh, so, like, it keeps its life by pulling, like, like a housefly lands on it at one point and it pulls the life out of the fly and kills it and absorbs its life Is that essence. Why she's but not it, attracted to humans. He's pulled all this life and emotional no, no, romance it, 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 out it, of her, it, it, and that's why she's not attracted to humans. No, she was that way before the pillow. This pillow is just obsessed with her. Like stalkery obsessed. Does the pillow in this day and pull age, this... anything from her? Oh yes, he does. <laughs> <clears throat> does this pillow get washed? I mean, come on. You get... No. <laughs> <laughs> it it never really gets into that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's eighty pages. It's her... <laughs> There's not a lot of space for laundry. It's her night in white satin. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, the. Uh... The pillow is kind of subsiding off of insects and uh, tears. And finally, uh, one of Anne's co-workers, who's a real creep, goes to her house and oh, yeah. tries good to old, assault her. Good old Todd. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we meet Todd at her job, and he's like a real creep to her the whole time. Try Keeps asking her out relentlessly. A real HR nightmare. A few chapters later, he shows up at Anne's home and kind of barges his way in. And that's when things get, uh, that's when the plot really moves along. Of course, that has to be the catalyst of a plot. <laughs> creepy man or creepy pillow. Is that, that's it? 
That's all we got. Well, so like it's, 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 it sucks the life out of him. Basically, they, they have to call an ambulance for him because he's turned from a 20-something-year-old guy to like an 80-something-year-old guy in the space of a few minutes. Yeah, so, yeah the uh, pillow pulls... His life force. Yeah, pulls his life force out of him, ages him by about 60 years, and then, yeah. So uh, this pillow could really be a murdering oh, yes. sociopath. It is. It okay. is. Yeah, this... Cool. Uh, yeah, spoilers, this pillow kills a few people. It doesn't kill anyone in this one. It he just puts hurts them. He them to sleep. So a little aside here after, you know, so the pillow, you know, gets Todd's life force and starts forming itself into a vaguely human shape. And yeah, it, it, it absorbs so much of Todd's life force, it's finally able to speak. And it begins uh, it, its communication with Anne. Oh, just what I want. Uh, so, uh, as you know, Anne is talking to this pillow. There's a trope in here that I noticed. I listened to a podcast, 372 pages, will never get back. Alex got me onto this. And they did a book on uh, uh, called The Mister by uh, who's the person that did uh, oh, E.L. James? Yeah, E.L. James. And one of the th- quotes that they kept pulling from that book was fuck. That whole, one sentence. For a paragraph, one word, and this book started doing that quite... Wait, wait why I've are been you, quoting you, books this whole time then. For real. And why are you picking on E.L. James, other than the fact that it's horrible writing? But whatever, because The Witcher says fuck all the time, and he is a sexy beast when he does it. Yes, but when these smut books do it, they tend not to be sexy beasts, unlike The Witcher. Oh, them's fighting words. Do you really want uh, Anne in the pillow saying fuck like sexy beasts? In the place of the Witcher. Well, I'd really not. I'd rather have this book not exist. But you know, we're we're past there. We're past that. Yeah. So the uh, the pillow also starts changing its shape. So it starts assuming a more humanoid appearance. Uh, so when Anne first discovers the transformation, she notices the pillow is now all of a sudden turned into four pillows with like arms and legs coming out of it, and uh, she's really weirded out about it. She's got you know got a, a thing of soda and some chips, and she's all ready for a nice evening, and then you know explodes all over the room in hilarious fashion. And eventually, the pillow talks to her into a, saying, "Hey, you can make me into whatever you want. I just want to serve you." Uh, so t- tell me what you're looking for. And Anne hops on that idea and turns him uh, <laughs> into the... Hops on. <laughs> turns him into the black butler. As, uh, we don't know it's the black butler. But first, the first time he talks to her, uh, he describes his voice. Leslie says, My voice sounds like as if a creaking door and an old air conditioner had a child and it shat in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear how that sounds, Alex. You do voices. <clears throat> and, uh, I haven't practiced that one enough. I, I, I didn't do enough show prep for that. Go ahead. What happens in your bedroom stays there, please. I feel like I'm in this bedroom with that kind of description. Oh, that's fun. Oh. I'm sorry. All right. So he creaks. He creaks when he talks. Wonderful. But but we get a. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a quick quote here. Uh, the pillow saying, "Oh, Anne, you have no idea how much you mean to me." You are the reason I exist and the reason I want to keep existing. Well, I feel kind of weird. I mean, how long have you been sentient? Because I've, uh, done stuff. Her face turns bright red and she holds herself even tighter than before. I can only assume stuff means her wonderful grinding sessions. I've been sentient for quite a while now. If you're wondering whether I've been aware 
when you've ground your gorgeous cunt against me? The answer is yes. least they're using different phrases. It's true, because smut books usually just say the same thing like, over and over grind, again. Grind, grind, serve. But I'm also starting to feel like, I feel when I read smut that I need to go take a shower with bleach. I don't know. I like this phrase of, um, for, he's apparently talking about when he transforms, but for now that form is more of a pillow sludge. Sludge? Like- sludge. Sludge. Like it should go in the sewer? I, t- I guess. I mean, you know, I don't know what turns you on, but sludge yeah. isn't quite... I'm sorry. I'm just... Also, the fact that this thing can form itself, like, that's got to be drying Yeah. when it goes places. And dry the sludge. <laughs> Maybe that's, only, <laughs> that's why it's the sludge. Oh, so uh, oh, we, 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 as the pillow is forming, you know, into its you know final shape, we also it's find out that uh, we we also oh, find out that the pillow down. has a little inferiority complex because it it's is he gets, a grower, not a shower? Well, no, he gets he gets <laughs> jealous of her uh, use of other pillows. Well, she, she, maybe she, they told her she was she, sent, they she, were she, she will, to begin with. She, she, if she lays her head on another pillow, <gasps> that pillow gets jealous. The whore. Bartholomew gets jealous of the other non-sentinent pillows. Wait, is yep. this pillow's name Bartholomew? I don't know. I'm just going to assign random huh. names. He, he, he hasn't gotten his name yet. We're working well, yeah, we're, we're, we're only halfway through the book. Oh my god. No, no. So we're less than. We... We're only like 20 pages in. We're a quarter of the way. We'll call it Mr. Sludge. Mr. Bartholomew Sludge. Mr. Bartholomew Sludge. <laughs> so we get a uh, the, you know, the butler from her show you know, it's a, uh, basically a anime pillow. Yeah, so uh, Anne just kind of guides the pillow towards what she wants him to look like. She comes around eventually to, you know, the fact that she, there's a living pillow in her bedroom. Uh, and they start working on his form, kind of playing with, like, what does this look like? What does this like look like? It's very like a, a Mr. Potato Head of sex pillows. I don't Can he you know see? how Mr. Potato Head works. Mr. Potato Head is solid. You're thinking more so play pillow. Yeah. No, no, no. The pillow gets very hard. It's that one feather <laughs> on his back. But can the pillow see? Yes. Like but he f- once he it? forms eyes. Oh, he has no eyeballs yet. Well, he forms them during this time. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I really almost hope, and I don't know if this is the case, that since she's freaked out by actual humans, you said he gets more human. He gets into like this fabric linen human form and she's looks at him and he's changed all this much and she goes, nah, meh, and just goes back to the fucking the mattress or something. <laughs> all I can think of is, did anyone watch The Good Place when Janet made Derek and Derek, Derek. chimes for a penis? Oh my God. Love one that actor, but that character. Yeah, the, uh, the pillow keeps repeating that he wants to do for Anne, like, whatever her heart desires. But he realizes he didn't get enough power out of Todd, and th- certain areas go flaccid. Yep, they're not quite able to complete the transformation yeah, the bodybuilding session. The rise and shine. So, so Anne says, hey, out. hey, I got some, uh, there's some punk-ass guys outside that always harass me. Why don't we go out and 
takes some life force out of them. So they little shop of horrors it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But 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 he's he's only allowed to take a little bit. But basically, when he bumps into them, they get so disoriented. It's almost kind of its own form of sexual assault. You know, just like not even kind of. This whole book kind of is. He didn't tell her she was that he was sentient but anyway so she's walking around with this crusty sex pillow bumping in and rubbing it up against people yep (laughs) and stealing their life force (laughs) could you imagine Uh, that's what having children kind of is is it not could you imagine though one late one time one moment you're just like hey pretty lady get in line and then the next minute you're like that's it's kind awful. of a shitty way to go, you know, to, to take it, you know, your frustration out on the people. Worst pillow fight ever. It's not even a fight. Yeah. Oh, and at this point, the pillow gets his name. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Bartholomew. It's, it's, uh, I wish it was Bartholomew Sludge. It's actually, they, they named him Ori. Wait, what <laughs> is it? Ori. Like, oh, really? <laughs> o- O-R-I. Ori. Ori. He's staying Bartholomew sludge. <laughs> like One thing I did notice with this pillow, he is just like every other dude, one-track mind. You know, all he wants to do is get it on with Anne. He didn't build himself a better brain. No, nope, neither did uh, Anne. I mean, she, she had the opportunity to... Anne's kind of a dumb bitch, huh? <laughs> What does Anne do for a job? Stay home and f no, her she's pillow? The, she works Pretty at the much. graphic design place. Did they say that? Did I miss that? Yes. Editor, prove it. <laughs> Why Ori? Where did that originate from? I think it's the name of the butler that he's named for. Or really need to get some. Right, so, so at this point, you know, because in the beginning, Anne always says she... She put a pillowcase on what we now know as Ori. Oh, well, man, no. What I really wanted to know is when he did take human form, how is she going to clean him? I mean, <laughs> because ba- 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 basically, you know, you know, it goes from you know whatever body pillow to now you got something that's moving around. You can't just throw him in the washing machine. I don't think yeah, you got to like tumble dry low or something. Yeah. <laughs> Hold your breath. Dry clean only. <laughs> Yeah, but once they once they name Ori, they get all the energy that they need to do the transformation. The next uh, thing is uh, figuring out how big they want his business to be. So they experiment with different shapes and sizes of shapes. Yes, yeah. shapes and sizes. Wait, expound on the. Sh- I heard there was a tentacle shapes. involved. That's I want to hear the yet. shapes. Is this some bad dragon action? Um, no, yeah, it's all pretty straightforward. Uh, yeah, she, she, she's just. Working on straightforward anatomy. Yeah, it's straight. She <laughs> apparently <laughs> didn't see the TikTok video of the one lady who whipped out a measuring tape and was like, 12 inches? That's bullshit. That's bigger than my head. Where are you going to put that? Eight inches is terrifying. Six is fine. We love six inches. Fine. It's fine. Three inches, it'll work. 12, I'm going to die. Well, yeah, she think- she uh, she does do something like this where he gets his, they figure out what size they, they want them. And then she's like, that ain't going to fit in. So they shrink it down. And then while it's inside her, then he expands it to That sounds uncomfortable. I haven't given birth, but 
Becky, that sounds uncomfortable. It reminds me of a fucking horse. Wait, um, you... I haven't done that either. What are you talking <laughs> about? I haven't yeah, done what that it, you. What are you reminded of specifically? <laughs> because when you cinch, when you're saddling a horse and you cinch it, you want to... S- you're gonna slip your fingers Can we in between the horse and the cinch Becky's mom to make sure is in it's tight enough, and and then you finish strapping the horse in. This is for a Western saddle, but some of those fuckers will expand their lungs, and then when you're so it feels oh, like this it's is tight. true. I've actually and then done you're on that. top of the fucker riding along doing your business, and then all of a sudden you start tilting to one side because the asshole breathed. Can we please clip that? You're on top of the fucker doing your business. <laughs> so uh, one, one thing, when they do finally have the sex, the big sex scene, Ori goes from you know very subservient, needy, what do you want, what do you want, to all of a sudden very dominant and like taking charge. And it's like, well, you know, that's kind of a turn for the fantasy world here. Yeah, things get pretty wild in the back half of the book here. Um, so, like, chapter 15, it's like, it's right, we're just about to begin the action. Uh, it's from Anne's perspective. She says, I'm begging for a pillow to fuck me. What kind of day is this? I mean, he's in man form, but still, this has to be the first time in history it's ever happened. I'm seriously about to lose my virginity to a living pillow. Holy shit. You know, <laughs> this is kind of awesome, actually. I'm not going to complain. It's like the dreams of a Hallmark Channel executive. And then, then it's shortly after that, we get into the, the tentacle uh, tentacles. Yeah, you guys oh. have heard of tentacle porn, right? Yeah, he goes, uh, yep. a third tentacle nudges against my rear entrance unexpectedly, and I flinch. After a few breaths, I relax and decide that if I'm going to be tentacle... F- a tentacle fucker, then I might as well go all the way. Wait, so he has two other tentacles? Wait, yeah, yeah I was gonna say, going to say, tell in. me there's three tentacle total and not the third back entrance, because... He's, he's got the third third tentacle coming in for okay, the back entrance. Okay, totally but where are the first that. two? And then uh, at the end of that paragraph, in all italics, she says, come on in, the back door's open. <laughs> okay, I'm still on, where are the first two? Oh, the front like, entrance? how are they making this that comfortable? So I'm just picturing both a lot front. of chafing. I think one might be in the mouth, one in the Okay, front. there we go. Um, one in the front? Also, are you talking belly button, Joe? Yes, Expound. In the mouth. He said mouth, and then the other one. The other mouth. The, the vagina. Other mouth. <laughs> what's, a, what's a front to you these days? Um, <laughs> okay, so, now, so tentacles. Um... There yeah, the, uh, are suckers on tentacles. So could you imagine and the like, little like spiky thing? Well, yes. Right? But could you imagine as it's going like in and out like a jackrabbit? Because apparently he's now very dominant. It's going. Oh, like that must hurt, <laughs> especially in the butt. Ow! And feathers. Like I'm allergic to down. Let's just put that out there. But when I. Like, don't they poke through? Well, on he, the so so he, he, here's the amazing thing. You're not going to like his finishing move. Yeah, his, uh, so, <laughs> so, so he's about, when he's about to come, he's like, I need to pull out. And Anne's like, What? Why? Trust me, I need to pull out. He pulls out and just spews feathers everywhere. White, <laughs> downy feathers. Were they not using protection? No. And, and she asks, why do you have to pull out, girl? Well, apparently she's not very smart. We've established this fact. Well, she, um, she, she's figuring that it's like, how can he impregnate, impregnate me? He's only a pillow. And he's like, yeah, but you don't know what's about to come out, and I don't want to fill you with that. How does he know but, what's okay, going to come so out? He's still a pillow. Because he realizes he only has feathers in him. So, but then what makes it hard? How do the feathers. Are there skin 
Is there skin for the tentacles? Does uh, does the pillow have a foreskin? Oh no, there's <laughs> not a foreskin on a tentacle. Oh, I was backtracking. Well, the tentacle's different, so the uh, Ari knows that she's into anime and hentai, so that in- sometimes involves tentacles. So he's able to shapeshift his pelvic region a little bit to add tentacles but, uh, to what he's already working with. But as he finds, as he there finds are tentacles out- with the dick. Yeah. So three tentacles and a dick. It's a busy girl. <laughs> yeah, he, he lives to serve her. Yes, but, but as he as he finds out, all this shape shifting uh, takes all of his energy away. So he has to keep sucking energy out of people. And we kind of end the book where he goes after their landlord. And the guy's a, you know put as an asshole, but at the same time, it's like I feel bad for him because he's just doing his job. He's like, you you have two people living here because he doesn't realize that the pillow is a pillow. Yeah, this is like for like being such a lighthearted adventure. It ends on a, kind of a dark note, yeah, almost. The, yeah, the, uh, Ori basically kills the landlord, yeah. sucking just and realizes that if he sucks out too much energy, he will become human. He does start forming skin. He has to basically shapeshift more to. Uh, so I was right. Yeah, you were right. Holy so, crap! Yeah, he realizes, and he realizes that he's going to need to continue to feed in order to maintain uh, his energy levels. So he's going to have to always be like hunting humans and killing them in order to like maintain that border between pillow and human. But if she doesn't like human skin, yep. that's what I already predicted. So yeah, he's uh he's got to like maintain that level where he's like he doesn't have the human skin cuz he wants to be, you know, still partly fabric enough so that she can stand touching him cuz she doesn't like the touch of human skin. Um, but Puts when he on yeah. its skin. <laughs> when he touches the landlord, he starts developing human skin, and uh, it, it ends really uh, on a. Uh, it does end on a high note. He manages to turn it around, so she doesn't know about the landlord. He does that while she's away. Uh, and then she comes home, and he, you know, he asks her if she's hungry. He he starts keeping. Uh, he keep decides to keep this a secret from her. Uh, Basis yeah, all healthy. Good relationship. Yeah. Yes, good good relationship building. Uh, he asks her, you know, she's hungry, and she says, "Oh no, I'm good. I had some pizza at work for some dumb pizza party they threw as a bonus instead of actually giving us a raise. So I'm stuffed." And then the final line of the book, is Ori saying, "Actually, I believe I'm the one that's stuffed." So you spent eighty-two pages. I'll never, I'll, I'll never get them back, Becky. You Don't worry, I'll never back. get them back. But it's eighty-two pages, and there's only one sex scene. That's what would it? you say is the story arc of this? Well, yeah, there's one major sex scene. There is, uh, you know, there's a solo a act in the beginning. Um, it's just a lot of build-up in yeah, it. It's a lot of build-up. A lot of foreplay. Yeah, they're teasing us before they deliver. That's it. Though. Almost one, almost tickling. One could say. Uh, tickling I, I not did. Be I did enjoy uh, Silvio Moro's uh, bio. I thought it was spot on. She says she has uh, two confused corgis in a leopard print jacket. And that, knowing how dumb corgis are, I'm like, their butts it, are so cute though. And it, with how dumb this book is, it's like okay, it, it kind of matches. You know, the the the, the dog owner with the uh, the the writing. Yeah, see, I I disagree. I don't think this book is dumb. I think it's actually kind of like low level brilliant. Like the thing with the phoenix feather, like it was a great idea. And to top it off, like clearly it was a good idea because she wrote a sequel. Are you gonna read it? I might. So I actually came up with a little theory on all this whole thing. Of course um, he did. Oh my God. 
Well, I gotta... He said it was a theory. He never said it was good. Give it a chance. I, I got to do something. I'm losing IQ points just talking about this book. And but he's so low as it is. I know. It went from an 88 to a, about a 62. So Not a 69? Not at this point. <laughs> you missed a joke there. Anyways. Uh, I, you know, I, I was thinking, you know how there's the... The, the little fan theory of uh, Harry Potter where he is, um, you know, in the beginning he's locked in the, the, under the stairway and he comes up with that, you know, the whole Hogwarts fantasy to deal with all the trauma. Oh, is that that bullshit dream theory that they always do? Like, and yeah. he woke up and it was just a dream. Yeah, but I kind of said, you know, what happened if uh, between, you know, all this was in Anne's head because of her uh, loneliness, depression, anxiety due to her uh, different uh, diseases and then being raped by Todd, that this was kind of like where she had to go to, to, to escape the br- brutality of real life. See, I find that more reasonable than the Harry Potter theory, honestly. Well, it's, but it says it's along that same line as like what I'm trying to point out. I find the pillow fantasy to be more believable. <laughs> Trees died and were tattooed for this. <laughs> That's kind of metal for a pillow book. So, well, Becky, I hope you're paying attention because now this is gonna be a test. New, is it? Would is you it fuck a pillow? Pillow talk. It's really what this podcast should be called. Uh, so, it's called pillow. So, anyone have any kiss. final thoughts? Uh yeah. Hey, so, wavelength question: Fuck a pillow or not? Fuck. Is this pillow fuckable? <laughs> Hot or cold? Is Ori a better book. name to scream or Bartholomew? So Ori just sounds like a little chick name, though. Like, it sounds like... So, Joe, I heard you didn't like this book. I did not. So, probably many books that would be rated higher. Are there any books that you've read or covered on the podcast that would be lower? Ooh, Butcher on the Run probably rakes... Pretty oh shit! I this. would read that book again in a heartbeat. <laughs> I don't even have to list what, like whatever. Read it. There we go. Listen. What yeah. what action are we doing? What verb? I read this book. Yeah, I'd honestly put this book above Butcher. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to rip rip on Butcher any more than we already have. But it is. Uh, I think it's brevity. Like eighty pages is like if you're gonna read something like this, that's like the perfect length. It, it was probably twenty pages too long, Alex. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Yeah, still, like it's... Joe likes his action short. Sorry, Becky. Short and sweet. Yeah, this book is... Uh, a petri dish. Yeah, yeah, the book is... It's it's short. It's enjoyable for what it is. And, like, you know, the author clearly knows what she's doing with it. And I think she's just having fun, and it's a good time. So, I actually... I, I rated it pretty highly, because I, I enjoyed it. It made me laugh, and it was ridiculous. And I had fun. How do you feel about pillows, Alex? I generally sleep with between one and three every night. Megan, how do you feel about <laughs> Alex's thing for pillows? <laughs> There's supposed to be two pillows a piece. So speaking of pillows, it like this is kind of waifu ter- pillow territory, correct? Yeah. So, what would your pillow be of? This is an open question for anyone. Yeah, think now. If you had. A whole body pillow. Who would be on it? 
I'm so confused by this question right now. Wait, is it just oh a printout of somebody? No, <laughs> like you know the like, like anime waifu pillows, like they're kind of like the sex pillows, but they're not like a sex doll pillow. Sadly. I'm so if you could pick yours, that. what would be on that, both of you? Who is and my you? sex doll? Who's your pillow? Pillow! Pillow! Same diff. No, dolls are pokey, from what I hear. Well, so is the pillow. It's got feathers. This is true. I can't even. Please tell me you have questions, Joe. I have no, questions. No, I, want, I need the answer to this. I can't even right now. Answer it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think... I think we broke Becky, so... That's home. okay. <laughs> Joe, answer the question. I, I got no answer for you. Oh, come on. I guess I guess it didn't work out. They're, they're gonna we're gonna turn recording off. And they'll be like, you know who it's gonna be, and then they'll tell us. Well, so, no, Joe, I, you could have said your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had prepped oh, Alex so on. I had pre- prepped Alex on that, like I was gonna ask it, and he turned it back on me, and I was like, oh, you know how they had the Disney printed sheets? I was always freaked out that the characters could actually see me, so. I'd have to it be Aladdin. No. <laughs> I don't think I could handle a waifu pillow. So, questions. What the literal fuck, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> I think I I think I saw this book like on like an Instagram post or something and I'm like we're hurting for content. Let's do it. But Sorry, seriously, Joe, Alex, what the fuck? I am the one with the Instagram and I totally saved this on the one the folder that's labeled Alex. Show to Alex. Alex. Uh, next question, Alex. Our algorithms are very different. Uh, Alex, next question. What did we learn from reading this story? You don't uh, have to answer this one. Let me answer it for you. I, I learned that love comes in all shapes and sizes. Always lubricated. Like, uh, were the tentacles lubricated? I still have questions. Right now, I just feel very okay. Dry. So, so like what, what, what we tentacles. learned, yes. But, but seriously, what we learned is Alex is not allowed to be in charge of picking bonus books anymore. <laughs> that means it's me. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a random like death threats from Joe before I knew he started reading the book. He's like, I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> My favorite thing is when Alex gets the notification that you reviewed the books that he picked out on Goodreads, and he was went, what one star. He was so upset. Uh, did you find the story funny, satirical, or just plain stupid? Yes. <laughs> uh, I feel like I answered that already. Um, yes to those first three, and also yes to the last one. So so, I, I just found it stupid, so just so you know, Alex. <laughs> Joe has no fun. Uh, level of smuttiness. Could it be more or should it have been less? What do you think? Softcore. It's okay. Um, I mean, how, how many peppers? Is this a bell pepper or jalapeno? Is it a peppers up in there? <laughs> Is it a um, ghost pepper? Um, I mean, so so my smut group we have so bell pepper is tame, super tame, and then it's a jalapeno, and then it's a Thai chili, and then it's a habanero, and then we have ghost pepper. Yeah, so I mean, like, the first uh, 60 or so pages would definitely be bell pepper. There's there's a lot of build-up working their way up towards it. There's a lot of, you know, dirty talk and solo acts. Uh, I think it, it probably gets a little bit above jalapeno once they get down and into it. Um, it gets... Tentacles, Alex. Yeah, there's uh, tentacles. That, that gets okay. into ghost pepper territory. Very graphic. 
Uh, and it's is yeah, it is it ghost pepper time. just though because it's a tentacle or is yes. it just really dirty? You know, I don't because I honestly this is I don't read a lot of smut books, so this is. Um, this welcome. is your first foray into You're welcome yeah. to join my when club. When I was reading, I might stop by. I want uh, to. <laughs> when I was reading it, I might. I, I was blushing a little bit, so you know, it's a little spicy. Okay, last question. Which part? Wait, which part did you find spicy? Which one? <laughs> which pillow action turned you Meg, on? Megan, Megan, he's gonna want tentacles coming from you now. <laughs> yeah. My birthday's coming on, up. On sex ed, there was a great episode about the tentacles. You should watch it. Last question, Alex. What the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> well, I think we really should ask Megan that yeah. since I was thinking, it came from um, that yeah. algorithm. I was thinking, I gee, I should really contribute to the show more, but do it in a way where no one's going to want me to contribute to the show anymore. I feel like this is... And when I saved it, I thought, ha, 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 they should do this on the podcast. I feel like Alex is trying to shirk some responsibility here. Uh-huh. So, Joe, should I pick out some more books? No. But, but, books. No. I have a good one. No. It's about no. cows. I'm not going to lie. Apparently, this is actually a thing. There is one called Melt by Royalty. I now follow a creator. I don't know her name, but, and I save the good ones for Alex. Like, they recommend these kinds of smut books. Oh one and one of them was a door. Like, she, I can't remember if the dude fucks the door or the girl does, but she opened the explanation with just, like, the creak of a door going, like, does that turn you on? So, there'll be more recommendations. I just want to go home. You read this on a daily basis. Yes, and you can ask my smut group. They laugh because I turn beet red. Like my microphone boob thing here. At the very least, I'm planning, I might read Double Stuffed and just like do a little short book report on it. Do you think it's going to have Oreos in it? Ooh, maybe. I think the next one involves a fish somehow. I'm not sure entirely. Okay. But I still have quite like. Lube. Did they not talk about lube? No lube. That tentacle went in her ass with no lube? Yep. Fuck! It's the phoenix. It's the phoenix's tears. It just slides on in. Yeah, with the uh, phoenix, he's just like, you know, ignore the slight burning sensation. I'm a a phoenix. (laughs) I'm a phoenix. I can't get it up. This has never happened before. I always seem to rise to the occasion. Also, Becky, do you want to go home because of our special audience member? Is she not there during your smut book club? No, my mommy lives far away. Now your mom knows why she's she's ready to head back. <laughs> yes, for all our listeners, we do have a live audience right now, and the she boy's is dad was here. Just want to point that I out. I did invite him to join, and he heard what book it was, and he declined. But he sat there for a while. He did, and then I I think as the pillow was being formed, he was like, "Nope," <laughs> and he noped out of here. Okay, I think we need to wrap it up here. I agree. Hopefully the pillow did too. We already said he didn't. I think this episode has been stuffed with all the goodness. (laughs) I think this episode is about uh, however long this episode is too long. (laughs) 46 minutes. We'll get it back. Longer than the pillow lasted. Pretty much. Pillow only lasted like three chapters. (laughs) (laughs) Becky, how long does that take you to read? Not long. So if you wanna, 
you know, keep following us after this terrible episode. You can. <laughs> we, we post episodes at the 5th of every month where we have real books. And then on the 20th of every month where we do books like this, apparently now. Uh-uh. Okay. I'm gonna, Peak, wait, you Peak was not this kind of book. I want to point that out. Peak was not <laughs> pillow talk. When do you get to decide when a book's a book, Joe? When I'm in charge of the podcast. He, he has a point there. <laughs> he picked the book. <laughs> Anyways, you can follow us on any of your uh, podcast apps that you want to use. We have a Instagram at Kendall Bookworms. We have a Gmail account, kendallbookworms at gmail.com. Oh, Becky's glaring at me. Pocket Casts doesn't have yours. We don't know why. We're figuring that out. <sighs> We're working on it. Joe is figuring that out. Yes, I am working on it. And Google is apparently shutting down their platform. Assholes. Why? Because they're assholes. The boys are Google. Well, does that matter? So when you're making merch, pillows, come on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Question on the episode, if you go on Spotify, will be, should we have uh, merch pillows on this Oh, please answer no. <laughs> and if you like uh, self-published novels, check out my self-published novel, Paul Plimpton versus Ragnarok. Are there pillows in it? No. Or tentacles? Very there few. are tentacles. There I are think. some tentacles in it, but uh, for different reasons. <laughs> Lubricated tentacles? Uh, well, they're in water, so yes. It's salt water, though, so it stings. All right, anyway, Joe, keep plugging us. I think that's all. <laughs> I, I, I think that's all I got. I think I filled all the holes in. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the feathers are covering everything. <laughs> well, in that case, you you shot your load? I shot, I shot this load. The, the moment Alex said, we're doing this book. I'm like, God damn it. In that case, <laughs> in that case, I believe we have achieved completion. So until next time, I'm Alex and I'm Joe, Becky, Megan, and this has been bookworms out by worms.